fight. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us on this special Geek Cast Game Night podcast. This is GCR, and I am here with Rob Bass. Hello, hello. And we are going to talk about, uh, briefly, we're going to talk about something that is uh, it's on the cusp of happening, and it's just something that I think you guys would want to know more about. Um, it's been a labor of love for Rob, and I know he's really excited to talk to you about it. So um, tell us about the the new GeekCast Game Night podcast that is on the horizon. Well, I'm, uh, I, I am incredibly excited for this. This is something that's been uh, about a year in, a make, uh, in the making for me and uh, my, uh, my boys now. Um, we have been playing uh, Green Ronin's Song of Ice and Fire role-playing game. Um, and I, uh, after having met with the, uh, wonderful Jason Massey and, uh, seeing everything that he's done with, uh, DNR podcast and after having delved in with some other, uh, podcasts in, uh, along the same vein, um, I, uh, I, I really got into the, uh, the episodic storytelling style. So, uh, I ended up going and creating this podcast, um, that, uh, we're looking at here in the future. It's called, uh, The Dirge of Caragor. And, um, and so it is. It is based in Westeros. Mm-hmm. It is based in uh, the 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 Song of Ice and Fire universe, right? Absolutely. It actually takes place just a little bit before uh, Robert's Rebellion. It starts off in 281 uh, after the conquest of Aegon, and it uh, it follows a, a, a small militaristic house uh, in the Westerlands called uh, the Caracors. So your characters then are actually. Uh, they are in the in. I mean, they're going to come across characters potentially that we have known and loved. Absolutely, um, and that's something that uh, I I like to try and keep uh, a nice balance between the story that I am telling and I would like to tell, and keeping it as close to the canon as I can uh, to the world that I truly, truly know and love. Um, and so I, I like to kind of keep uh, a certain amount of distance away from a lot of the uh, a lot of the main characters, but that's not to say that I don't like to uh, bring up references or up every now and again, or even have players bump into somebody that they uh, they would know um, from the story itself. So, the the actual podcast itself, it's it's you narrating a story, and you have uh, I'm guessing player characters that. Um, Basically, you're recording a role-playing session. Absolutely. Um, so the way that it, it works is I, uh, I spend uh, an absolutely absurd amount of time every week writing uh, the stories for the session that we're going to be playing. And uh, you would truly, truly be uh, either impressed or <laughs> impressed just kind of scoff at me. One of the two. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Seeing how much time that I put into this. But... Um, it's me and, at this point in time, I believe uh, six players, um, actually. Awesome, awesome guys. We've rotated some of the cast in and out so far. 
Um, which is, I, I think, fitting in a, a story like Westeros, or in a world like Westeros, rather, um, where you've got, you know, characters coming and leaving and dying and, and this, that, and the other thing. So it, it kind of holds true to that uh, um, uh, value, I guess, that um, is stro- so strongly enforced in Westeros. And it's an international, an international cast, too. Absolutely. Uh, I've got a player over in Poland, Scotland. Um, I used to have a couple uh, uh, other European players. One of them was from Italy. And I believe my dear friend Vikram is from Norway, but he'll probably punch me if I got that wrong. <laughs> so I, uh, I sincerely apologize in advance if that's incorrect, Vikram. I, I adore you truly. Uh, and then I also do have a couple of other American players as well. Um, one in Florida and one in West, uh, Wisconsin. Um, and, and they're, uh, every one of them, truly, truly uh, incredible guys. Um, I, I've had an absolute blast playing with them this last year. Um, they really, really get into their characters, uh, really friendly lot. We, we talk uh, incessantly now. It's almost impossible to get my phone to stop vibrating. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, awesome guys, awesome, uh, so far as I'm concerned, an awesome story. And I'm really glad that they're enjoying it as much as I am. Do, do you have, well, maybe this is cart before the horse, but are, are there plans for the story to eventually um, get into the, you know, strike that whole question, because that's, that's given up too much. <laughs> uh, let's see, what other questions? I, I, I chose, to, uh, to, to, to answer it as vaguely as possible, I chose the time before Robert's Rebellion because I very, very much enjoy the Usurper's War. And I like to see the houses that were. I, I would like to see the dynamic between some of the houses that were involved in that, and how um, how the rebellion came across and really, really touched everyone in Westeros. Okay, cool. I think I think that kind of answers yeah, the question. Yeah, it getting. does. I, I didn't want to give up. I, I didn't want to give up any, too much. Any, the yeah, you know, we got to protect the gooses. Right. <laughs> well, the gander, I think. Actually. The gander. They yeah. I'm not the... sure gooses <laughs> is a is a gooses. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Now, do you keep – is it strictly role-playing or, or do you keep some of the uh, – you know, anybody who's gamed, you know, you, you don't stay in character 100% of the time. You know, you so, somebody rolls a 1 when they should have rolled a 20. Um, there's a lot of laughter and, and, and fuckery that, that happens. Is, is that and a still, lot of table is, talk. Is that still and in there? I, I like to try I, – I want to try and keep, uh, once again, just the delicate balance of the two because it brings a lot of – personality to the table not just for this story but to, to really get to know uh the guys the cast that are involved with this project uh but at the same time uh i know that i'm long-winded and i associate <laughs> with long-winded people <laughs> so sometimes table talk can run rampant so it, it, it's a delicate mixture of trying to to to, to um, walk the razor's edge if you will. well that's well i mean that's why there's post-production uh, yeah, blessed be post. <laughs> so, um, I guess the the really the not the only thing we need to cover, but the 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 big thing I want to tease if, if we could is if you could give them a taste of, um, what what is House Caragor? And for those of you who who don't uh, or aren't familiar with the Green Ronin system, you're actually um, allowed to not only make a character but make oh, yeah. a no, house. The, that the character uh, can be The from. system is, uh, I, I won't say intuitive, because it does take a little bit of work to get into and to kind of get the kinks worked out of, um, but, but it's 
so open and there are so many variables that you can put in. It, it's incredible. There aren't set classes or anything along those lines. Everything is kind of skill-based and, and really, really role-playing based, which I find uh, most impressive. Um, and it, uh, it, it is really cool. Um, I, I would say that that is by far one of the things that Green Ronin just nailed down pat whenever they were making this system. Uh, now, that being said, uh, I, I would love to give you uh, just a, a taster of House Karagor because... Yeah, give us like a, like an amoosh-boosh. So, so, so it's, a, uh, it's a relatively young house. Uh, at this point in time, I think they're only around 50 years old or something like that. So uh, in the grand scheme of uh, Westeros, it's uh, a twinkle in a couple of people's eye. Um, now, that being said, um, shortly after the, uh, the, the first son of the founder... Um, not even shortly. Uh, so... Uh, prior to the events that take place, by quite, quite some time, uh, one of the lords of House Caragor, known as Lord Duncan, um, resided over the house. Now, this, uh, this story kind of takes place about the point in time where Tywin Lannister goes and just utterly decimates the Tarbex and the Reigns. House Caragor was a banner house to House Reigns. And so the fallout and the after effects of that kind of what began to spun this story into um, what it has become, I guess. Uh, so after the, uh, the, the Reigns Rebellion and Tywin went and flooded Castamere, he stopped by the Gore Hall, the seat of House Caragor. And to ensure the loyalty of House Caragor, he had his men beat Duncan to the point where he was referred to as Duncan the Simple for the very short remainder of his life. So, his sons, um, Orlanus and Cregan, end up spiraling out in, uh, on this path of vengeance and war. Orlanus becomes Lord of the House and dedicates his life to trying to just really, really stick it to Tywin and put his nose in it and to, to try and uh, basically usurp him as best he can. And so as time has gone on, it's gotten to the point where we're at in the story where tensions are really running high in the Westerlands uh, at this point in time. Tywin is Hand of King Ares. Uh, he's gone through and really put down a lot of houses in the Westerlands. Uh, House Caragor has uh, really, really just been uh, festering on this animosity that, the, uh, animosity that they've developed for the Lions of the Westeros. And so uh, it follows primarily the Sons of the House and some of the other uh, uh, members, the, um, the Sellswords, uh, household, uh, I guess household members actually, uh, such as the Master of the Hunt, uh, the Captain of the Guard, things along those lines. And so it's going through and slowly walking, uh, it's walking through just the, the long, sad song that is that of House Caragors. Do you think this is a good place to list the, uh, the, the, the motto and sigil or should we should we make I, them wait for that you know what i uh i think this is a an, an immaculate time to go ahead and talk <laughs> about that um house care and, and 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 not to cut you off but what's cool about this and what's cool about your cast and the way that you've kind of allowed them to have some ownership of this world they're playing in is that um you created this with them Oh, absolutely. That, which, the which the, is, the which house, is, which the is motto, really everything. Uh, we, we really sat down before we started playing this game. And whenever we were initially pulling this together, 
uh, we didn't even uh, intend for this to be a podcast at all. Um, but but we sat down, we, we started hashing out all these things, uh, and again, this was like the first time that we had ever talked, and we all instantly just clicked, meshed. Uh, we sat down and started working on the sigil first, because of course that's where we were going to start. Uh, it's one of the best things about Game of Thrones, just the, the house that you get to affiliate right. with. Uh, so we were, uh, we bantered back and forth for a while before we finally settled on a, uh, a sigil that I think we all just immediately fell in love with. And that was a silver chimera on a green and black field. And that was just really, really powerful to me. And a lot of the symbo- uh, symbology uh, that's been uh, kind of muddled into the game really, really takes off, uh, takes after, um, the chimera, the three heads, things along those lines, just cause fantastic, fantastic mystical, uh, mythical beast that just hasn't seen a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of time or sunlight in Westeros. So, and then, uh, going on to the house words, uh, something that I, uh, my favorite thing is being able to, to, to scroll through Facebook on random posts in like the big group or something along those lines and seeing my players slip it, slip it in every now and again. And it's beautiful. Yeah, uh, I've noticed that. Uh, we do not forget. It's a, a, a very, very vindictive house. It's a, a house that does not forget the slights that were ever presented against it. And the Karagors have a very long memory. That's, that's, that's awesome. And it, I think it shows up in the gameplay with your, with your cast that they, they're, they're not just playing this game, but they have some ownership of it. And so they're proud of it. And so they are actually, you know, you can almost, it doesn't take too long to realize that they are members of House Caragor, oh, uh, and I think that that's really absolutely. Cool. If if for some reason our Lord and Savior George R. R. Martin decided to sanction House Caragor, I would wear green, black, and silver <laughs> every day of my life. I would hang up. I would hang up my 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 Kraken cloak, wow. and I would that's be, and that is saying something truly. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm glad that they've all invested into it as much as I have. I, I'm glad that they are really taking something out of this because in the end, um, podcast or not, this is a hell of a fun experience. And I, I'm just uh, glad and flattered to be a part of it. Well, I know I'm looking forward to the finished product, and I'm sure that there's, uh, I'm sure that there's a, you know, uh, 50,000 people that are also looking forward to the finished product. So uh, eventually we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see it out there. I, I can't I wait. Can't, I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to so, be something. I, I can give it that at the very least. Uh, this was intentionally vague. It is just a teaser. So stay tuned. We're hoping to get together with the cast so you can meet them before this thing rolls out. And uh, for GeekCast Game Night and for GeekCast Live, I'm GCR. And I'm Rob Bass. Deuces.